Hello, today is Wednesday, October 25th, and welcome to episode 267 of Fault Lines, the National Security Institute's podcast that gets you quickly up to speed three times a week on the national security and foreign policy debates shaking up America. I'm Jamil Jaffer, and I'm joined today by NSI's Deputy Executive Director, Jessica Jones, and two of NSI's senior fellows, Lester Munson and Morgan Venia. So today we are talking about an unprecedented 60 Minutes episode where the leaders of the intelligence agencies of the Five Eyes intelligence community uh, that is the United States, the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand came together on a single public showing uh, to talk about intelligence threats. And specifically, they came together to highlight to the world and particularly to the American, uh, uh, British, Australian, New Zealand, and Canadian publics that the Chinese government is engaged in massive espionage. Now, this may not come as a surprise to anybody. We've been talking about Chinese espionage now for the better part of a decade publicly um, but they say what's going on with China is unprecedented. Uh, it's not just that, like all nations, China spies, we spy, they spy, that it goes well beyond that. It includes industrial espionage with Chinese spies taking U.S. intellectual property and and and, and allied intellectual property, uh, spe- costing billions of dollars in losses every year, trillions of dollars in total. Um, they call it uh, the largest theft of intellectual property in human history, but it even goes beyond that. They're talking about things like congressional candidates in the United States, Chinese-American candidates being threatened potentially with physical violence, uh, operatives being hired to gather dirt on them, as well as the Chinese government going around the globe, chasing down dissidents, claiming it's about domestic corruption, an entire operation called Fox Hunt, a global operation to hunt down Chinese dissidents and threaten them. This is what you heard about the Chinese uh, uh, so-called police stations across the United States. So they've come together. They've made this announcement. And I'm interested, what do folks think? Les, what do you think? I mean, is this a big deal, something we should be worried about? I mean, did you buy the whole uh, Five Eyes intelligence leaders coming together and saying, oh, my God, Chinese are spying on Americans and and, and allies? Look, uh, I think it's a fine thing that they did. It's a good thing that they did. Uh, 60 Minutes, news news flash to Jones. A lot of people still watch 60 Minutes, evidently. Probably old people. Uh, I mean, so wait, good hold to on, get the word just, out. You'd, just you would heard of 60 Minutes, right? Not even I, heard have, I, I remember watching it with my parents with the clock ticking, yes, yeah, but not in this decade. No, or 60 Minutes decade. is on wow. a, what we call a television network uh, that, that broadcasts and is on Over the yeah, air. Um, is ABC or CBS or one of those. It's kind of an old school thing. Anyway, it's fine. I'm glad they did it. They should be doing this every week or something like this every week. They should also be holding accountable uh, officials in the administration who are not doing a good job on security issues. You know, we, we've we had a number of security incidents from the balloon, the Chinese balloon flying entirely across our country and Canada and us doing nothing until it reached the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, we had the incident of the 22-year-old reservist in Massachusetts who somehow has access to our nation's deepest, darkest secrets, making them all public on a ridiculous gaming site. No one was fired for either one of these things. I don't think the administration is taking seriously the threat of Chinese espionage. I think it's fine for the FBI director to go out there and talk about it. He should keep doing that. But how about if the administration takes it really seriously, uh, starts fighting it, holding people accountable? Where where are the cabinet level officials who are talking about this, who have some credibility with the American people? Who are they? Uh, have they been out there? I don't think so. Uh, I, I would like to see this administration actually take the threat seriously. I don't think this is evidence of that. I mean, that actually goes back, right? This, this failure to hold people accountable I mean, yeah. goes back to Chelsea Manning, right? Sorry, Jess. Right. I mean, like, like, you know, so Chelsea Manning gets arrested, uh, is, is court martialed, given a lengthy prison sentence. And President Obama 
commutes that sentence, not because of anything meritorious that, that Chelsea Manning did, but because, hey, you know, it's not so bad to steal American secrets and leak them all over the internet. Uh, Jess, sorry, you were going to say. No, I was going to say, uh, to Les's point, I did not watch, I didn't catch the show. Um, and I'm frankly surprised we keep talking about six minutes here on the show. I don't watch it, but I did read all the, the multiple pieces that have been put up about it. And if the point of this, of this interview, this unprecedented interview was to wake up the American public, I don't think it hit that mark at all. I mean, the, you know, they tried to message it was said in Silicon Valley. So you would, you know, message that technology is going to impact the future of like intelligence and surveillance. Okay. The American public's not going to pick up on that. They're trying to argue about, you know, it's not just about Wall Street, it's about Main Street and they, pick a wind turbine company that gets, you know, it's IP stolen as an example. And I don't think that's as main street as maybe um, most Americans would think it is. And, you know, big things that well, folks are, uh, under, that just, are tangible, just, fentanyl, global pressure. But I mean, yeah. they, they did yeah, fire 700 did employees. Like, we learned, yeah. Yeah. Right. But I think the wind turbine is not exactly like the mom and pop that most people think <laughs> about. Right. And so to Les's point, like the Chinese spy balloon incident was huge. We talked about it on the show as if it was the next coming. And yet that wasn't mentioned at all for, I'm sure, obvious for pointed reasons. But what happened to that? That's that's something the American people got worked up about. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with I'm kind of less here, right? In that, you know, it's great that they met. Glad they did it. Uh, show of force, right? But what? So what? What are they actually going to do about any of this? Um, I think this administration has you know sent repeated cabinet members over to Beijing to to placate the CCP. What are we actually doing to actually have a substantive impact here in encountering um, those sort of in- intelligence breaches and, and those intelligence operations? Look, I, I think this is providing a lot of fodder for, for the 2024 presidential candidates. Uh, Nikki Haley in particular has made a lot of uh, hay of, of the administration's approach to China um, particularly on the economic, military, and, and diplomatic side of the house. Um, the Chinese are, are really exploiting a lot of American, um, not just, not just business, um, but also, uh, agriculture and other sectors. And I think we need to be particularly attention, pay attention to that moving forward. It's so you know, surprising that Nikki Haley paid a lot a of attention to this, given that go. her chief of staff, her former chief of staff is on this podcast talking about these very issues. No surprise <laughs> Nikki Haley is doing that, unless you were going to say something. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go even further. Like Christopher Ray is a Trump appointee at the end of the day. I'm not sure how much he matters in this administration. Uh, the, the, where the administration's priority is, is I'm talking to the Chinese about, about climate change issues. That's what they really care about. Uh, they prioritize that higher than they prioritize fighting off this kind of, uh, malevolent espionage operation, to be totally frank. I don't think they're, they're, uh, they believe that espionage is good, but they have other, more important priorities. And that means, and the Chinese see that, the world sees that. And so when we keep sending, as Morgan said, these senior government officials to go talk to the Chinese and try to keep the relationship going, no one's, no one's really going to listen to Christopher Ray at the end of the day. I will yeah, point Jess. out though, I mean, we do have the Chinese foreign minister coming in three days and at the end of the week here to, to DC, which is the most senior official that's come in quite a while since we've really had a deterioration and breakdown in communication. And so I don't know if, you know, the timing of the 60 minutes interview could be quite interesting yeah and by the way i don't i mean we should be fair to the administration they have been pretty tough on china in terms of sanctions and the like i mean they have they have pushed hard you're right though on the flip side they have they have made up for that by sending all sorts of all sorts of envoys and so it's been a muddled message to be sure um, but the idea by the way less it's ridiculous Jamil, that, is a Trump ridiculous. that is ridiculous yeah, less, <laughs> the idea that the idea that chris ray is a trump appointee i don't think donald trump is owning chris ray so like i just uh, you know, 
All right. Well, look, folks, that's a wrap. Uh, thanks to uh, Alex Toki, Claude Jennings, the NSI staff for the help in producing today's episode. Join us again on Friday, October 27th for another episode of Fault Lines. The National Security Institute's podcast gets you smart fast on the National Security and Foreign Policy debates shaking up America. Fault Lines is now on YouTube. So if you want to see our faces, our smiling faces this morning, uh, <laughs> let's check us out on YouTube. If you like what you heard or saw, be sure to rate, review and subscribe.